This episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. David, what is this month's theme for Loot Crate? Burning pants. This theme for (laughs) this month's Loot Crate is pants that are literally on fire when you open the box. So, just a warning, keep a fire extinguisher handy if you go to lootcrate.com forward slash unpitchable and you use the coupon code unpitchable and you save $3 and you get a Loot Crate. There will be flaming pants in it, so go get a Loot Crate. Catch them hot pants. Hey guys, welcome to Unpitchable, a podcast about fake sequels and mashups based on real movies. I'm Nick Kage. I'm David Johnson. I'm Tim Cafania. Hey guys, the elections are over, the verdict's mm-hmm. in, and uh, David, who'd you say won? Uh, the Cenobites. The Cenobites? Oh, okay. From yeah. uh, from Hellraiser. From Hellraiser? We're all that's gonna we- die. That's a weird, uh-huh. it was from like, like an out of nowhere victory. So, h- how did they... That's weird, because that's not what was on my TV. Well, what was on your TV? <laughs> My TV said that Mr. T won. Okay. I, you know what? Actually, That could if, be the horrible punishment that we deserve from yeah. the Cenobite box <laughs> is the thing. He's a Cenobite. That's why he has <laughs> the hair like that. It all makes sense. His gold chain turns into a spike and just He's kills the flesh right off of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I heard that Bill Cosby won, but the good Bill Cosby. <laughs> Like the before Bill Cosby, <laughs> the the Bill Cosby from the Good Timeline. Yeah, the 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 alternate universe Bill Cosby that everyone still loves, that everyone <laughs> wants to be their grandpa, and the ghost dad Bill Cosby. And we all get free pudding. <laughs> That's Jell- he's like he's really pushing the he's pushing the Jello pudding pop thing during his campaign, and I really just I, it resonated with me on a deep love, spiritual level. That I didn't think a candidate could really reach. Like, he wasn't Christian. He wasn't Muslim. He wasn't Jewish. He was just all about pudding. He was, he was pud. He's, well, he's a puddingist. <laughs> he's a puditarian. He's a, he's a Jell-O pud- pudding's witness. <laughs> oh, he's a pudding pop's witness. And, uh, you know, if he comes knocking on my door, I'm okay with it, because it's Jell-O. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right, so heard the good news we're, about pudding. <laughs> That was terrible. Uh, <laughs> it was the worst. We're recording this prior. We're recording two in one night. So we recorded this prior to the election announcement, but we're hoping America is still here when this is released. Just, just be, just be excellent to one another, like Bill and Ted said. Please, guys. I want to go back on Facebook and see what people were eating. Like, right. is that so much to ask? Right. I haven't seen a good pizza in a while. I know. Like, I haven't seen someone like take a photo of the food they made and brag about it on Facebook without also seeing something bashing one of the candidates. So just <laughs> I'm predicting that the world's going to be a better place after the election just because Facebook's going to be better. It's true. I like it. Yeah. So anyway, Probably. you guys want to do movies? We can. Yeah. If that's what you uh, really want. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Again, this is another short episode because we are doing holiday stuff and everyone's traveling. So we're going to just do two movies. Uh, so let's jump in, David. All right, guys. Um, I don't know if you know about... It's actually uh, maybe a week old news-wise, but Vine. Vine is going away. No. Um, I yes. actually didn't know about Vine. Yeah, so Twitter... No. Appeared, I didn't know that Twitter owned Vine in yep, some fashion. I did. Uh, yeah, so they announced that they were going to quit supporting Vine. 
Um, mm-hmm. They haven't actually said like a day that that. As far as I know, they have not said a day that it's going to end. But they did announce that they're going to quit financially supporting Vine, and I, I would assume updates and such would also quit happening. Um, <clears throat> so that got me thinking about a movie. Mm-hmm. Let me. I, I wrote it down because it's it's not it's a little bit of a mouthful. So let me pull it up. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be another one of your metaphysical, like, you no, just got to no, no. feel this it? No, no, no. This is, all right, you ready for it? You ready for yeah. it? The Fast and the Furious, colon, Speed 4, colon, Vine or Die. Oh, my God, David. All right, first off, I'm proud of you that there's no clowns yet. <laughs> um, there's there's no clowns. No clowns were harmed in the making no, of this, <laughs> or actually caught on film. And but they were harmed, and that's why they weren't on the film. <laughs> <laughs> Vin Diesel has to eat a clown every 30 minutes or he'll lose his, his youth. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, say that title one more time for me. Uh, Fast and Furious colon Speed Four colon Vine or Die. So what I'm okay. So what's going on here is it's Speed Four, but with the Fast and the Furious crew because right. that makes I, sense. Actually, really I'm does. sorry. Let me amend that. It's Fast and Furious presents. I decided okay. if we just started saying presents, we could pitch. Whatever other franchises, I want. really love that idea, David. I think that should be your theme David for this just, whole month. David just took all the creativeness out of this, like all of it. Like, no, no I didn't have anything creative. I just wanted to do um, Fast and Furious presents <laughs> the, Speed the Four, Opera, the, the Fast and the Furious presents the Arby's down the street, and we're like, well, we got something for it because of that formula David made. No, so uh, so this is Speed Four, uh, Speed Three. <laughs> We all know what happened. Speed Karaoke bar. He was singing. It was great. Speed of sound. Oh, yeah. But I Speed 4, no, there's no Keanu. That's sorry. He's gone off to do better things. Yeah. So the Fast and Furious crew stepped in and they said, you know what? We're perfect for speed. So is, is the premise here that they have to keep making vines yeah, they, or something okay, will so, explode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the premise of this movie is that... Um, in order to keep something terrible happening, we can decide what. They have to keep making vines, like, back to back. And vines okay. are six seconds. So yeah. I so they have to come up is... with new ideas, or the yeah. guy will blow. Or no. So they have to go viral, or the guy will release the virus. Right. Okay. Right? Yeah. Huh. All right. Um, and uh, <laughs> so the way this all got, like, put in my head is that I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about vine going away. And then, out of nowhere, I don't remember if they mentioned Fast and the Furious or Vin Diesel or what, but my brain drew a line between um, Vin Diesel saying he lives his life a quarter his life a quarter mile at a time, and I was uh-huh. thinking that he could say he lives his life six seconds at a time. <laughs> he has to, yeah, he, he has so, to right so now. I think we've already done we've already done uh, the roads, we've already done water, we've already done the speed of sound. The only thing they haven't done is the speed of light. So they're in space. <laughs> they're the last remnants I'm, of humanity. I mean, to be this. fair, there is no vine representation in space, so that's the best yeah. place to go. Yeah. Mm, no. Nope. Are you sure there's no vines in space? Maybe. Okay. Look, I got this. I got this for you. All right. There's an alien planet, right? Far off, like you know, thousands of light years away, and they're just now getting vine. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. But and they're going to be devastated. Yes, and Listen, if we're going to rip gonna off send... Futurama a tad, but we're, tw- uh-huh. we're tweaking it. Yeah, they're going to send a virus to destroy them. It also kind of rips off Ender's Game a little bit. Uh, okay. <laughs> there's a virus. I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, a little bit, not not really, but kind of. Uh, there's a send the virus to them, um, 
they're going to send a virus that's going to kill everybody because they're mad because Vine is going away. So Vin Diesel and his crew get in a spaceship, yep. and they fly to get closer to the planet so that there's no interruption. Mm-hmm. And they've got to keep making sick vines in order. So, so like, let's talk about what some of the vines could be. I mean, we're not, a, you know, a comedy gold mine when it comes to vines. Because we, what are we, we said they had to go viral. We didn't necessarily say they have to be funny, right? Well, preferably. You're, you're right. That's why the first a, one is Vin Diesel beating someone to death with a wrench. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is what if every video is just Vin Diesel beating someone like, I would with say a bag? That most of their it's hand? all I know how to do. Most, most, I think we should just take everybody for the Fast and the Furious crew to talk about what what film they'd make. What their vibe uh, would be. I think that his vibe would be he would get up there. He's like, "We're gonna take the wrench challenge," and then he'd hit somebody with a wrench. <laughs> Boom! You survive the wrench challenge. <laughs> <laughs> he says like we're doing the mannequin challenge and everyone freezes and then he starts hitting them with a wrench <coughs> gotcha <clears throat> never saw never saw that coming did you yeah it's just like um um yeah okay yeah i got it and then and then the rock's like what what girls be like the rock be like <laughs> but we don't really know what he says because he does because this is an audio podcast and it, i don't have to explain that part but just that, fill it in yeah. fill in the gaps <laughs> I'm I'm for this. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah. So they're in space. They're shooting vines. What would? Well, all right. So we said what the rocks would be. What would we say? What Vin Diesel's would be? What would um? What would Zombie Paul Walker's be? Zombie Paul Walker's would be. He would be like just like uh like moaning and and like making uh, zombie noises, but. Yeah. If someone, you know, like, had a way to translate that, like, with a babblefish from uh, Hitchhiker's yeah, Guide, because they're in space, it would be like, please remove me from this mortal coil. I'm not meant to live. <laughs> it would be six seconds of him begging for them to take him out. <laughs> please, I would like to experience the wrench challenge. It's the most sobering of vines you've ever seen. It's, like, super depressing. Everyone was like, oh, my God, what? That's when vine becomes legit. That's what saves vine is when, like, it becomes serious tool. All right, so uh, who else we got left? Uh, uh, Letty? Huh? Letty? Letty? Um, I, she's just, she probably just, like, they get in a mock car on the spaceship. Her vine, her vine is just her showing how much more muscular she is than Vin Diesel. <laughs> I take a break between films. And she's, like, bench pressing him. I always eat whatever I want in between shooting. He's playing D and D uh, and eating a, eating hamburger as she bench presses him. <laughs> He's subsisting completely on D and D Doritos and Mountain Dew. It's... He really loves D and D. That's not a joke. Did you guys know. know that? I did. He really know. loves Dungeons and Dragons. It's kind of cool. He That's also loves break dancing. So there's that. Now that was your Vin Diesel minute. <laughs> uh, so he, yeah, he's kind of overweight, and she's bench pressing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So who else we got? We got. Uh, Casey Affleck, whatever his character's name is, and they I'm put him. I'm pretty in- sure Casey, Casey Affleck, Affleck is in is none of the Fast movies. and Furious movies. Yeah, he's in it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, um, all right. I think I took him from Ocean's Eleven, so I have this theory that you they're going to do an Ocean's Eleven and Fast and the Furious crossover. Uh-huh. So I think well, in my head that's already Ocean's happened. Ocean's Eleven with all women, right? So they are I doing see that, that happening. <laughs> well, maybe if you weren't so negative about it, it could happen, Nick. Listen, so Casey Anthony, they put him in an airlock. And they just let him. They Casey let him go Anthony? Off what is happening? Casey Anthony. I don't know. Does he know who Casey lady? Anthony is? <laughs> Casey Anthony's from Florida, and she killed her toddler daughter. 
<laughs> well, Vine got serious, all right? So they put her in the airlock, and they open the door, and she floats up into space. It's already 1030. Give me a break. Oh, man. Uh, Casey Anthony and Casey Affleck are the same person to me. Did you guys not know this? It's Casey like An- Burt Reynolds Casey and uh, is a much more Tom Selleck. Casey Anthony is what you're really trying to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. They're just like Tom Selleck and Burt Reynolds to me. I can't tell the difference. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this is who I am. Just accept it. What is Han doing? Han died like five movies ago. We brought back Paul Walker, Nick. Why can't we bring back Han? Okay, go for it. Um, I got space. nothing. Han's ghost. <laughs> he's still he's still pinned underneath that car or whatever. <laughs> it's just a line of him. Help, please, <laughs> please. Hey, do you guys? I've been guys subsisting off we, peanuts in the glove compartment. Do you guys remember that time we created Pastor Silly Graham? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's time for him to come back. He's not in Fast and Furious. I guess Casey Anthony is in Fast and the Furious now. We might as well go ahead. <laughs> but no, no, no clowns. All right, clowns. This is a clown-free podcast. This is a clown-free zone. Our listeners just, like, cut in half as soon as David started bringing clowns every week. That didn't happen. <laughs> but imagine. Uh, <coughs> so, so, all right, who else do we have left? Uh, we got... Jason Safer. Uh, Ty- and, Tyrese. And the oh, Tyrese yeah, is the there. Tyrese. What about Ludacris? Ludacris is there, and he does. Ludacris is like a really good cook. No one would have known. <laughs> I think Tyrese does a, does a grocery haul, a really short grocery haul video. <laughs> Six seconds of him just squirting out different paste, different astronaut paste. <laughs> this is great. Uh, and him. I got. Okay. So, um,. We're, we're trying to get vines uh, like that are viral, correct? Right. All of these. So, if these all happen, they would be viral. <laughs> Just from the people who are in them, Especially for sure. Especially zombie Paul Walker. Right, so I, the only <laughs> other thing I have to ask is, I, you guys made a comment earlier, and I'm trying not to, like, this is what's holding me up. You guys said they were the last of humanity, so who's watching these vines? The aliens. The aliens. Oh, okay. This makes so much more Nick, sense. This okay. plot is bulletproof, and you can't try to put holes in it. You can't. <laughs> I've been trying to if figure this out the for like ten crew, minutes. Casey Affleck, who is also Casey Anthony, uh, the the ghost of Silly Graham, and that's it. That's all the humanity's left. That's it. Ty- right? Tyrese's vine is just him trying to recreate um, risky business. The the uh, underwear. Uh, musical part of that movie, except but for he's upside bald. down in, in like in in free uh, low gravity, zero grav. Yeah, yeah, zero grav. Thank you. And then his shirt floats up and gets over his face, and then it's like <laughs> it's real funny. <coughs> so I think that you know they they're they're traveling at the speed of light towards these uh, aliens. They're broadcasting these vines, something something science. They get there, and. The rock goes down, and he assumes the form of one of the aliens, and he becomes their president. <laughs> and he's like, no more vines. I'm the rock. Everyone must get swole. And then somehow he makes them worse, because now they're all really buff. And then that opens up the sequel. Which yep. is... Fast and Furious buff- 5, it's 57, seven. extraterrestrial swole. Terrestrial swole. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. Oh, that's when gosh. he comes back okay. to Earth with his alien brethren. And 
Vin Diesel has to hit him with a wrench. I don't know. At this point, <laughs> guys, I I'm not I'm not I, I would never just limit us, but I, I think we might have used all our Fast and Furious movies. I because Vine or Die was the pinnacle of our of our, our creativity. Uh, you could say that's the pinnacle, but now they're in space. From there, <laughs> they've ascended the pinnacle. We already, you know, I mean, like we can. As long as we just keep up wherever we leave them last. Oh, by the way, the spaceship is a really fast car. The end. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, now we can like morph them. Now we can like uh, cross them over with like Star Trek. So. Oh you're yes, you're please. welcome, humanity. Vin Diesel thinks he's like, he's like Spock, and he's all logical, and he's not. He's totally not. <laughs> he's very. He's his whole thing. He's anti-Spock. He's very illogical. <laughs> He's the only thing that can beat Spock. With a wrench. (laughs) (laughs) He goes for his death grip, which is just hitting them with a wrench in the head. Word. All right. So recommend? Well, sort of. We're changing it up. We got a game. We got a game. So this game is... One of us is going to hammer the generator that we built on the website uh, at www.unpitchablepodcast.com slash generator.html and they're going to hit the generator button and then they're going to read it off and we're going to try and make something of it. So uh, the suggested title is Mad Terminator. The movies are Mad Max and Terminator and it's starring Brendan Fraser and Queen Latifah. (laughs) (laughs) Queen Latifah is obviously the new model of Terminator. (laughs) For sure. Okay. And uh, Brendan Fraser is Mad Max because uh, they could. This is the straight to DVD version of Mad Max. This is All like right. two from na- two from the most recent. All right. And uh, are they they? All right, so so apocalypse. Uh, it's usually about a resource. So uh, what if the resource is the Terminator? What if the resource like, is Queen Latifah's sass? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, All right. That's, all, All right. that's it. That's all I, I like got. It. I like okay, it. Okay, so uh, do you guys want me to read the tagline or not? How close were we? On, on how not many wax candles away were we? Uh, 11. Oh, God. It says, worlds That's collide a when a trans-dimensional portal throws the cast of Mad Max and Terminator into a dimension where man is slave to sentient killer bees. Wow, we worked that far off. Well, see, if you take that entire thing as a metaphor, worlds collide... When Mad Max and Terminator get thrown into a portal, a.k.a. unpitchable. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the killer bees was the queen bee herself, Queen Latifah. <laughs> Got it. All right. You guys ready for We're the next one? We're never going to make those taglines. <laughs> yeah. Next. Uh, the, good, the good, the green mile. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the green mile. Bruce Willis <laughs> and Nicolas Cage. Um, Who was the first one? Who? Nicolas Cage? Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis and Nicolas Cage. Okay, all right. Um, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and, t- and take a wild stab because 50 percent of these feel like they're always this tagline. Is it say something about romantic comedy? Uh, no, uh, no. I think it. I think we should. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Yes, I think that you should read it because we're gonna we're gonna skip it. Read the tagline if okay. we skip it. Go ahead. Okay. Ever wondered what is happening when no one else is around? Bruce Willis and their level, uh, their lovable sidekick Nicolas Cage find out in this tale of friendship, bravery, and redemption. The Good, the Green Mile, out November 2022. <laughs> All right, next okay. next good one that makes sense when you say it. You have to click like okay. 12 times because I didn't make yeah. it foolproof. Okay, this is actually all right. The Shawshank Jurassic Park. 
and I, if you guys don't have ideas for this, can, I do. Can it just be? Can it just be the T Rex like trying to escape from prison, digging his way out of his own? <laughs> He's like, cage. I need a rock hammer in order to break out of this prison, but his arms are so tiny. So and it says Danny by a, a says, velociraptor with the same cadence as is Morgan. Freeman, <laughs> oh, but it gets it gets better. So it says Danny Trejo and Seth Rogen, but just his laugh. What if they're trapped in a prison of dinosaurs, but the dinosaurs, instead of roaring, all just laugh like Seth Rogen? Oh, God. I wouldn't want to leave. The most psychologically <laughs> torturous thing ever. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, you're like, let's just say that you're at your house, right? And you just turn the lights off in your house, and this velociraptor is facing you when you turn around, and he goes, <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm Seth Rogen. <laughs> I'm a dinosaur. Can you imagine? It'd be terrifying. Uh, alternatively, Next. I would love a T Rex that sounded like Danny Trejo. So. Yeah, for sure. Because I bet that's what they sounded like. <coughs> He's seen a lot. And the T Rex is like, Machete. Um, Machete. <laughs> All right, what's the next one? Indiana Seabiscuit. Indiana Jones and Seabiscuit, starring Paul Rudd and Christian Bale. All right, so this is what happens. Um, Seabiscuit's about to get put down, and the only way they can save him is if Indiana Jones melds with this horse. That's it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> the Lord of the Lion King. Lord of the Rings and the Lion King, starring Samuel L. Jackson and Courtney Cox. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I've got nothing for that. <laughs> that uh, do you want me to read the tagline? You can. <laughs> the New York Times calls Lord of... It doesn't even... It's not even... It says the New York Times calls Lord of the Lion Kings the Citizen Kane of our generation. <laughs> Perfect. That's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is the fifth Ghostbusters. The Fifth Element <laughs> and Ghostbusters, starring Jack Nicholson and Ben Stiller, which the, is the actually fifth element a good was ghost, I would watch guys. the crap out of that. The Fifth Element was ghosts all along. Oh. Uh, Wait, yeah. are you saying Bruce Willis was a ghost all along in The Fifth <laughs> Element and The Sixth Sense? The Fifth uh, Element, The Sixth Sense is a sequel to The Fifth Element? For yes. Sure. Oh my gosh. So he's just drawing uh, all the lines, man. So it says, Jack Nicholson, a seasoned cop, only a few months from retirement, can't get along with Ben Stiller, a loose cannon rookie, who is new to the department. Can this dubious duo learn to work together and stop the underground smuggling of the fifth element before Jack Nicholson's forced retirement? That worked out out surprisingly well. Yeah. It's the one time the generator pumped out something that sounded (laughs) right. Like that entire sentence made sense because the fifth element could be anything (laughs) illegal. It's probably just the DVD box set, which is the director commentary. (laughs) It actually says it's coming to Laserdisc this summer. I was about to say it's probably some antiquated (laughs) format you watch it on. That's why they're smuggling it. All right. Let's do two more. Two more. All right. The next one is Pulp the Dark Knight. Uh, Pulp Fiction and the Dark Knight starring Jennifer Lopez and Tommy Lee Jones, which I would also watch this. It's, it's just a Batman movie shown in reverse. Yeah, and Tommy Lee Jones is Batman. <laughs> and Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones Batman would be fantastic. That would be amazing. I, I want old you know, Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones. I want Tommy Lee Jones. In a Batman, right? Yeah, but I want Tommy okay. Lee Jones now, like old, yeah, snarky no, sure. Tommy Lee Jones. As I Batman. always said Clint Eastwood would make a great old Batman. He, he just. The last election cycle, Clint Eastwood yelled at a chair and then threw it 
<laughs> acting like it was President that Obama. Was yeah. So he's already perfectly crazy for that film. He could play Joker. Old Joker. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name, uh, Old Joker. Oh, old Joker. Next one. Alien National Treasure. Alien <laughs> and National Treasure. Starring John Cusack and Sylvester Stallone. All right. I well, think that Nicolas Cage is obviously a star still in this, but those are the supporting cast. Or okay. John Cusack needs to work, and he takes the place of Nicolas Cage, which is the lowest rung of movie you could make. If you're the, who's the other who's the other person for Nicolas Cage, it's too late. John Cusack and who? Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone is definitely the necromorph. Okay. <laughs> Would you would you guys want the tagline or do you want to you want to keep I think going? That, uh, I think that he's basically he's like I've already found all the treasures I can on Earth. Gonna have to go to space, and then he's got to try to like steal some sort of alien declaration of independence from the aliens. Uh huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, this one says people can't stop talking about Alien National Treasure, a new hot romance film starring John Cusack <laughs> uh-huh. as the rich and domineering lawyer who falls in love with a person turned dog. Uh-huh. Voiced by <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Sit, stay, obey, good dog. This fall, unleash your wild side. You didn't say that sexy enough, that last part, but it's okay. I'll forgive you. <coughs> it's not Sit. on there. It, what, what do you mean? It's all intonation. Oh, oh you're, I thought you were saying they're sexy enough in this. And I'm like, no, there's not. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, one, let's do one more. One more. One more. All right. Gladiator and the Furious. Gladiator oh, and man. the Fast and Furious, starring Samuel L. Jackson and Tommy Lee Jones. It's just it's just chariot jousting with with <laughs> cars and Roman swords. Uh, he's like, "Are you not entertained?" And Vin is like, oh, "I live my life entertained at one quarter mile at a time." Like, okay, that's that's cool. Thanks, Vin. Can you please not say that every film? Uh, it's just them right. racing around the Coliseum. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Stopping terrorists from North Korea. Still, <laughs> they they race. Not? They race the most dangerous things they could think of: chariots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like Vin it. Diesel's has Nos. His horse is like still he drinks makes him drink Nos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all right. So Tim. that was fun. Yeah, it was a good game. All right, so kill, uh, kill, I have a movie. Kill all the stuff. Give us, give us your your death movie. My death movie. This is my bad movie. No, this movie's uh, hopefully good. Have you guys seen The Page Master with Macaulay yep. Culkin? Yeah. I haven't, Ages but ago. I think I might know what it's about. Basically, Macaulay Culkin jumps into like old classic books when he seeks refuge inside a library during a storm, and Christopher Lloyd is there, and he's like, I have a time machine. I mean, a book machine. And then they go <laughs> to these books. <laughs> Great so. Scott! Get in this book! <laughs> Marty! Um, uh, yeah, I remember that movie because there's a he goes into Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, and it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. It's all terrifying, and it goes uh-huh. cartoon at some point. It's real weird. Uh-huh. It's like Cool World meets Macaulay Culkin, and I don't like it. <laughs> so uncool world. So uh, yeah, that's my movie. Uh, wait, no. Uh, <laughs> my movie is The Cage Master, and I have two premises. I knew for it was you, gonna so, be this. So hear me out. It's either Nicolas Cage travels through the classics. Or whatever books we want. Or it's Macaulay Culkin travels through Nicolas Cage movies. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think we should go with number two. So, yeah, you think of number two, David? I'm fine with that. Macaulay Culkin. So, you've got a young... But it's young Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, you have a young Kevin okay. McAllister, basically. Same kid. 
and he's in this. He goes in this. He goes in this library, and now libraries have DVD racks. And uh, he falls and hits his head on the wet floor because he's seeking refuge from the storm. And what happens? But he enters uh, which Nicolas Cage movie? He falls asleep on the Wicker Man. <laughs> Is that the one where Nicolas Cage covers in bees, covered in yep. bees? Yep. Huh? Yep. Yep. Oh, well, that happens to Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Of course, he, that's that's why he, pl- he plays Nicolas Cage in all these movies. But I have a feeling he's going to solve them a lot faster than Nicolas Cage would, because Nicolas Cage <laughs> is an idiot. <laughs> oh, so, man. so, so, uh, you know, maybe, maybe he uh, goes into, or maybe he has to deal with the repercussions of Nicolas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> wait, what? Yeah, okay, all right, I got you. I yeah, got you. anything Nicolas Cage does in these films is probably real dumb. Like, if he goes into National Treasure, he's like, man, I gotta do a lot of paperwork since that dude stole the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a lot of paper. Did you guys know there was a form for the Declaration getting stolen? <laughs> there is. The government had one. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um... All right, so uh, next movie, Face Off? Face Off? Okay, yeah. So it's Nicolas Cage versus Macaulay Culkin, the hardened <laughs> criminal. <laughs> but I think Macaulay Culkin can bring some of like his previous performances to the to the set. So like, okay. Nicolas Cage is trying to stop him, but paint cans are like swinging down from a stairwell and hitting him in the face. <laughs> okay, I like it. I like it. He's heating up doorknobs with like... (laughs) It's just like, it's just really aggravating Nicolas Cage more than actually hurting him. (laughs) And then he makes Uh, Nicolas Cage run a lot. Have you guys ever watched Nicolas Cage run? It's hilarious. It's pretty great. He can't run. You should try, you should watch him dance. I don't remember what movie I watched where he danced, but it was awful and entertaining. (laughs) Uh, He goes into, so you got Macaulay Culkin in Left Behind. <laughs> uh. Macaulay Culkin makes it. Uh, no, Macaulay so Culkin is the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Oh, that's good. And he's like, I really hope that I don't have to go into the next Left Behind movie, Tribulation Force. That would be the worst. <coughs> uh, what are other Nicolas Cage movies? Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah, let's hit Ghost Rider. <laughs> um. Do you think Kevin McAllister gets his face caught on fire? Macaulay Culkin is the chain. Macaulay Culkin (laughs) is, yeah. He's the fiery chain that that Ghost Rider wields. He has to fix up the motorcycle that's on fire, and it's very difficult. (laughs) He's like, just don't set it on fire. It'll be fine. stop, sir. You're destroying your motorcycle. (laughs) Do you not understand? I have to replace the seat every time. (laughs) Uh, What about Kick-Ass? All right. Yeah, All he's right. in that, and he's the little girl. Have you guys seen that yeah. movie? <laughs> Except for he's like, I don't really want to shoot anybody, and she was all about shooting some fools. Um, I I'm going through, like, uh, Internet Movie Database, seeing what I can find. All right, what you got? Uh, Sorcerers what about next? Next? Uh, yeah, that's the one where he knows, like, the next 12 seconds in the future or something. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin explains to him how useless, useless a power that is, and it's <laughs> yeah. over. Um... We got Matchstick Men. I don't think I've ever seen. Okay, it. yeah, he's he. Uh, Did you ever see Matchstick Men? It's great. Yeah, he is. And Macaulay Culkin is um, Nicholas Cage's daughter in that. He's okay. gone in sixty seconds. Go. Macaulay Culkin has to learn to drive a car very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage has, has sixty seconds to steal sixty Macaulay Culkins. <laughs> Surprisingly easy. They're very lightweight. Uh, 
and compact people. <laughs> he could get, yeah, yeah, I can get like half of them in one trip. Conair. <laughs> um, Conair, okay. Um, Macaulay Culkin is the doll that his daughter, of his daughters, and <laughs> Conair's a bad movie. <laughs> Conair uh, is a great movie. Conair is terrible. His southern accent Conair is the worst. Conair is the best movie ever for when it came out. <laughs> but if you release that movie right now, it would be terrible. It's still terrible. Yeah, uh, I mean, it is, the, but that's why it's so the only other The only other thing I'm seeing that might catch us is Snake Eyes or The Family Man. What, wasn't he uh, in... What, um, if, what if he's in that movie where Nicolas Cage just screams no at Elijah Wood for like Yeah, what's that movie called? <laughs> I don't know. Open the door! Open the door! Open the door! <laughs> he does it over and over and over again weekend. until Elijah Wood opens the door. Uh, how old was that? That's very recent. Like two years ago, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, well, hold on. I'll give you a... It was within the past. I'll give you a rundown. I see it on Netflix all the time. Oh, well, I was going to say, there's, yeah. uh, you got Dog Eat Dog, you got Snowden, you got... The trust. What did he play in trust. Snowden? Wait a second. The trust. Did he play himself in Snowden? Did he have something to do with the NSA? <laughs> Was Nicolas Cage WikiLeaks? Yeah. <laughs> he it is WikiLeaks played, in the movie it WikiLeaks. Says he played Hank Forrester. It doesn't say who that is. Oh. Okay. So he's definitely yeah. the bug that listens little, to our phone little calls. Little did we know that Edward Snowden actually so Nicolas know, Cage first for Amnesty. Um, this year, Nicolas Cage is coming out with a movie with Russell Brand. All right. So oh, I can't exciting. think of two people that would hate each other more than those Here, two. Here's I'm gonna go ahead and call this 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 is a step down for Russell Brand. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, like he's in some trouble. This isn't a step Nicholas up for Cage. Nicolas Cage. This is like Russell Brand's like I'm in trouble. I need that Nicolas Cage money. Yeah, Nicolas Cage has to pay back taxes, so he's taking every film he could possibly get. Uh-huh. They're hey, paying so him you know, literally minimum wage right now. This Friday, this Friday, Nicolas Cage is coming out with a movie called Dog Ate Dog with Willem Dafoe. Oh, and he's wearing Jonah Hill skin. Okay. Um, <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry. No, it's cool. Uh, so <laughs> what if uh, we got off on that? Uh, no, so alright, I think we have a little extra time. Do you guys want to like flip the script and see what would happen if Nicolas Cage was in the classics? Yeah! So I, w- I had a list of uh, just bo- not classics necessarily, but books it'd be funny if he was in. Um, what if he was in Game of Thrones? How different would that be if he was Ned Stark? <laughs> <coughs> just imagine him as well, Ned Stark. I mean, who would it? What if he was Hodor? <laughs> he's like he's four foot three, and he's carrying this kid who's taller than him on his back. <laughs> he keeps saying more lines, and he's got a he's got a like. He's got a, like a Russian accent. Like, what's going on, Nicholas? <laughs> Doing all right? Uh, what if he it's was Nicholas in? Cage is uh, all of the White Walkers. <laughs> I just imagine he'd still be in Left Behind. Yeah, he's all the White Walkers. <laughs> he's still in Left Behind the book, <laughs> and he hates it. He hates himself even more for it. <laughs> uh, what about To Kill a Mockingbird? And then he kills the Mockingbird. He's like, "All right, we done with this book yet? <laughs> done." Next. He, st- right. he strangled the Mockingbird in front of Atticus Finch. <laughs> all right uh what about harry potter oh we can't ruin that he no he's he basically plays hermione and uh oh, I, I he, he he's playing snape. a little kid he would make a terrifying snape he would actually probably be a good snape i'm trying to put him in the role he'd be the worst as i got you draco so, malfoy <laughs> can you imagine him like this adult nicholas cage doing hair. all the 
Yeah, blonde, bleach blonde hair, doing all the things Draco Malfoy does <laughs> it's in those films. Like, it's real abusive at that point. It's, just it's like, real this weird. Is an adult. Nick Nicholas, please stop. <laughs> Ron and Harry are like Dumbledore. This man is forty years old. He is <laughs> he not our peer. Be in wizarding school. He should have to get a wizard GED. <laughs> He's too old. You can't go. You should have to go get the high school equivalents. You should take that test. Uh, wizarding DV, GED better be the name of this episode. Wizard darn it. GED. Um, uh, what about Lord of the Rings? He'd probably play the equivalent Smeagol. of Snape in Lord of the Rings, whoever that is. He's Smeagol. He's Smeagol. Okay. But they just basically, like, he strips down into, like, a loincloth, and he already looks like I was going to say, like, it's not, like, they don't do any CG. He they just, just they part his hair, and they show his bald spot that he normally comes, yeah, combs his hair and over. and doesn't eat for, like, two weeks. <laughs> and carries around a fish and sings about it, and he's Smeagol. <laughs> and he keeps picking on uh, Sam. But the actual actor, what's his name? Sean Astin. He keeps picking on Sean Astin for being fat. That's the whole time. That's all. His Smeagol is a little more mean and very direct about Sean Astin's weight. What about Twilight? <laughs> he would be. He would definitely consider that a classic. I, I didn't. Well, I said classic. Then I said, wait, no. How about just books? That's why I said it because Twilight's on here. Okay. Uh, he would probably be Edward Cullen, and it'd be real awkward because he's like seventy. And he's hitting on, like, a high schooler. But he's a vampire, so it's cool. Because vampires are, like, 2,000 years old. Wait, that movie's weird if you really think about it too hard. <laughs> it's real weird. <laughs> what, about, what about if he was in The Fault in Our Stars? As the uh, oxygen tank? <laughs> <laughs> Nicolas Cage is the cancer. Nicholas Cage kills Augustus Waters by choking him to death. I watched The Fault in Our Stars. It was very depressing. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a rough movie to watch. What if he was in Animal Farm? Uh, I can't process that'd that. That'd be okay. No. He could be the horse. He would probably be great in Animal Farm. What if he's like, in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, but no one can ever tell when he's one or the other? <laughs> he's always one or the other. He's always, he's always both. He's on the verge so often. At fir- first, he's being real nice, and you know he's like, "You want to hang out with him? He's the national treasure guy." And then, like two seconds later, he's screaming, "Open the door at me!" Right in my face. If you haven't seen that clip, go look up the "Open the Door" clip from Nicolas Cage. It's intense a little bit, actually, but it's really <laughs> it's, stupid. It's really great. Is uh, it as intense as in um, the Robin Williams movie where he just says, "It's not your fault" for twenty minutes? <laughs> it's like that, except for if you add Nicolas, Ca- Nicolas Cage's crazy to it. <laughs> And okay. uh, it did make Matt Damon cry, but for a different reason because the acting okay. was terrible. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> that's Cage. That's Cage Master, the Cage Master. I almost texted you after you asked me if I seen the Page Master and said, "Are you going to bring the Cage Master?" And I was like, Surely he's got something better than this. <laughs> what are you talking about? That worked out okay. That worked out fantastic. So I think that like the thirty second pitch for that film is. Uh, Macaulay Culkin and Nicolas Cage both had very similar series of events happen to them where Nicolas Cage had to read a book and it was terrifying and Macaulay Culkin had to be in a movie now and it was terrifying that's it <laughs> 30 second pitch over uh, good times well hey I just uh, I just wanted to thank you guys for listening to this episode we are on Facebook on Instagram on Twitter and if you would just run to iTunes and rate us if you listen um, it would be super fantastic. Hey, David, if they wanted to send us an email, how or 
If they wanted to send us a movie, how could they do that? <clears throat> if you want to send us a movie, send it to movies at unpitchablepodcast.com. That's movies at unpitchablepodcast.com. Uh, it just takes a few minutes. Just make something up, or you can use our generator on our site at www.unpitchablepodcast.com backslash generator.html. Um, you know, just just hit that button a few times, get one you like, and copy and paste it into the uh, into the movie submission and send it to yeah, us. Yeah, and if you're having trouble finding it, it's at the bottom of the main page. But that's just yeah, like also the, the generator is there on, on by itself on that page, bigger. <laughs> you can hit the button better. You can hit the button harder because it's bigger, yeah. right? So hey, I like I know I said this, but I think I think all of us really mean it. It's the holidays uh, coming up. We just wanted to just. Really thank you guys for listening. It's been uh, just an honor just to, to be in your earbuds. And, your um, your earlobes. It's an honor yeah. to live inside your ears and yep. play drums and, on your eardrums. I'll destroy your eardrums like, for him. We, for we would like to ask for a Christmas present from you. T- Tim, <laughs> what's that Christmas present we want from him? Guns. No. <laughs> Guns. No. Movie we want you to go <laughs> rate, 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 rate and subscribe. Guns. Rate and subscribe our podcast. Essential guns, untraceable. Guns. We want untraceable guns and drugs. Send it to us. Yeah. Send your send uh, your untraceable drug guns that shoot drugs at people. I want a gun that shoots a hypodermic needle full of meth uh, methangelamine at people. Make it happen. Make it happen, science peeps. You, my all of our science peeps out there, please. So. Uh, <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, please don't send me a gun. Please don't send what me a gun that's been used in a crime, please. That's unacceptable. Uh, I was going to give out the McElroy's P.O. box for that, but... Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, if... Uh, David, if they send a movie yes. to... What? What? Did you already do the movie thing? Yeah. Did you, we, didn't do a, we didn't do a listener suggestion, though. No, we, that's what I was getting at. Oh. Are you all right? Yeah, I just I, we talked about guns for a while. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I blacked you out. Didn't do your rate and subscribe, did you? Huh? He did. It's no, fine. but you kind of did that yourself, well, David. I was trying no, to Nick did say it, actually. Picking up what I was Guys, down. none of us are listening, but Nick um, definitely said it. No, I'm 100% <laughs> listening to everything. Um, all right, listener suggestion. Uh, this comes in from Mullet Police from Reddit. That's Thanks, a man. good. That's a good username. Um, I'm gonna. He's got like six. I'm gonna do half, and we'll do half another episode. Sounds um, good. Because they're all short. They're like bullet points. All right. So we got Sharkman colon Origins. The Sharkman antagonist from Flash, the TV show, gets an X Man Origins feature. Lord, <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. I heard that was a that was a good episode. Um, sign. It's a sign spinoff set in the Deep South. Hunting season starts early this winter. Oh man! Can you okay. imagine just like slightly moving signs to the south? That would be—you'd have like some fantastic. southern dude eating like a freaking alien leg in that film, for sure. I mean, I would eat an alien leg. <laughs> we are in so, the south. We know. And I'm in the south. David um, is the south. I am the south. Uh, the pursuit for the yellow November. It's a sequel and/or reboot for the hunt for red October. <laughs> and it's actually pretty stupid. Um. <laughs> The calculator, a mysterious device, travels back in time to kill Sir Isaac Newton. <laughs> what? I have no idea. I think the calculator these. is kind of like the transporter, and it's Jason Staten going back to kill uh, Isaac Sir Newton. Sir Isaac Newton. If he didn't describe gravity, I could fly. 
Jason Staten doesn't have a really good understanding of physics. Um, he thinks Isaac Newton developed all of it. That is actually really funny. All right. Thank you, mullet police. Yeah. We'll read thanks, the rest man. of them next time. All right. Good deal. So, hey, uh, until next time, I'm Nick Kagey. I'm David Johnson. I'm Tim Catania. Get, get pictured I truck next That's right. This game is made up on the spot. It's like whose line is it anyway, but less produced.